Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for episode 110 as we discuss anthologies with Marlene Massat. She has just released a new anthology. So buckle up, Buttercup. It's time to explore the world of writing with your bibliophile friends at Writing Works Wonders. I'm Kathy King, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Hi, Kathy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back, Kathy. We missed you last time. And I'm so glad to be here with all of you. And I have a fabulous co-host, too. And yeah, Kathy was out on vacation. I don't know. I managed, Kathy. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about your escapades. (laughs) Good thing for a sense of humor. And that's what we do is we bring joy into everyone's life. First, does anyone want to read the response to the prompt that Carla gave us last time? I'll just tell you mine real quick. Bella heard noise coming from her spare room and went in like, what is going on in here? And she looks under the bed and she sees an antique box. And then she sees two green eyes and she pulls it out. And there's this cat in there. Well, it took you long enough to pull me out of here. I've been sitting here waiting for you. And then I went on with the story. So there you go. (laughs) I hope you have a response to the prompt, Carla. Oh, I do. (laughs) This time it's called I am. Okay. I am evolving, involving myself in this world, resolving, revolving between woman and girl, dissolving, absolving myself from coming unfurled. Carla, that was beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. And it, I am a part of you, the quatrain by Marlene Massat. I am your silhouette facing you atop the water rippling out in no particular order. I abide in the decisions you make, affecting your life, good or bad course it will take. I am your shadow to be found, always with you atop the ground. When sun is high, but spirits are not, I become small. When confidence grows, I become tall. I am in the mirror. Your reflection, your conscience inside for introspection. I know your thoughts, your joys, your doubt, but I know not how your wife will turn out the end. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Deanna, you can unmute. I am a quiet water, daughter of Twilight Woman. Quit questioning big brown eyes, learned to read it three under her great-grandfather's tutelage. Identifying print became impossible by age six. 
Ecstatic to Learn to Read Braille in First Grade, Totally Blind by Age Eight. Wanting to know about everything, always eager to learn new things. Taught her children to love books too. Exploring new places and making friends, reveling in the wonders of the whole wide world. Wow, wow. that is Thank good. You. That's, That's beautiful. Good. Thank That's you. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Back to you, Kathy. Marlene Massat writes across genres. She publishes a mystery series, suspense, short stories, romance, blog entries and even poetry. She also identifies as a contemporary Christian author, and she has just published an anthology called Strange Weather Anthology. Back to you, Cheryl. Thank you. Hi, Marlene. Hi, Cheryl. You have been a part of an anthology through BOE. You have submitted to other anthologies, some that you have been accepted into which has been through the Christian book publishing. And now you have edited and published an anthology of your own. Why is it important for people to submit to anthologies? That's a very good question. I'm not in the bow anthologies yet because they've only had people up through 2017, which will be in their upcoming third anthology. The first two are available in print and through BARD, and our president, Marilyn Smith, is here, and she can enlighten you a little bit more about what's coming up next. But yeah, I've submitted to several places for anthologies, and of course, a lot of times you don't get accepted, but I was accepted through Christian Book Marketing for several of their anthologies, and I'm in a couple other ones as well, which is on my website. That helps you get your name known uh, by being in different places. And also an anthology is a great way to get to know new authors, authors you don't know. And it's also a way of preserving different um, aspects of themes. For example, with Behind Our Eyes, there are people who have who have been in the first and second anthology, and it's a great way to remember and also to get a historical perspective on maybe uh, in this case an organization but so go ahead how did you decide on a theme for your anthology actually that was easy I really didn't plan ahead to have an anthology this is covered in the introduction to the book that I had posted on our uh writers group with serve and it happened to be a mixed bag of weather that day and so I, I put a weather comment in there first and then mm-hmm. after that we had a six sentence prompt that Abby does and I think the word was phenomenon and I used the weather for that six sentence prompt and then I had conversations with people either on the phone or through email about uh, their experiences with strange weather and so I decided hey wouldn't that would be great let's put together a collection not just of talking about the weather but of strange 
experiences with weather that are unusual and out of the ordinary. So a strange weather anthology, True Courts of Nature, became the title. And I, the only places I really knew at the time where to post was the Writers' Party Line, which is our writers' group listserv, and Patty Fletcher's Writers' Grapevine for her online magazine. So I posted in those two places and who said, hey, I looked at your anthology and I've had this experience. And so I started collecting pieces. It didn't matter if it was poetry or story, right? Right. We have 11 authors and 15 entries in there. And yeah. I think three of them are poetry, if I remember right. Which mm, is, yeah. I've, read, I've read almost all of them. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely amazingly talented people and absolutely wonderful Uh, authors and also in the author bio I tried to list everyone's books that were available because I want people to know about these talented authors yeah and you go about doing a project you want to have a focus let people know what what you are writing about and why you're doing it and uh, that helps have a focus. And I, I gave them a guideline of 500 to 1500 words because I wanted it at least long enough that it would be maybe a page or two and not just, you know, a little short thing. And, right. uh, you know, be specific. And you also want to provide incentives. So you want to give the, something back to the author if you can um so that uh, there's an incentive to go into your anthology yeah because it's a benefit especially for an author who's never been published this gives them that exposure but right now i'm going to turn it over to kathy hi there marlene thank you for being with us this is terrific and congratulations on all the work i'm sure that you invested in developing this and bringing it to production Thanks. It's always great to be with you, too. You guys are just amazing, and I absolutely love writing Works Wonders, and I try to be here every week if I can. <laughs> Let, let's backtrack for a second in case anybody in listening doesn't know what an anthology is. How would you define an anthology? Basically, it's a collection of pieces, and if it has a theme, it helps have a focus and also, you want to know what the purpose of the anthology is, where it, uh, the uh, the author is coming from. For example, sometimes it's a collection that's going to be promoting a charity or uh, a collection on a specific topic, or you know, some, it, it depends what what the anthology is for, and that helps you to be able to narrow your focus to fit the specific guidelines requirements that they have for the collection absolutely and also another thing is if there's a fee sometimes it's free like mine was because i wanted to get as many as i could to to have a you know somewhat uh decent book not just a little chapbook but anyway it sometimes Mm -hmm is a small fee sometimes there's a larger fee and if you get to double or triple digit fees you can pretty much figure that the authors are actually paying to get the book published because they may want x number of authors and their fee is two or three figures so you know you can kind of surmise that Mm -hmm. 
one of the places that a lot of us have run into anthologies is in school. Be familiar with, you know, American short stories or the famous authors of such and such. And we read, you know, short stories or portions by different authors and they were all collected. So that's a really good word, word a collection of publications and they have them on themes and topics and different genres. So that that's a great definition. That's very helpful for our listeners. One of the things to think about it, you know, I agree with the benefits and I think I agree with you, Marlene. I think one of the greatest benefits of being part of an anthology is exposure because people might pick this up because they're interested and have had experiences, in your case, with the weather and are interested and have funny stories about it. And they read along and they go, oh, I really like that person. Let me see what else they've written. And they start exploring and you've provided it right there in the author bio. So that's terrific. But that's how a lot of people find new people to read. And so I would encourage people when you see a call for participation in anthologies to not turn away those opportunities, that these can be very helpful. In different venues, we write agreements or contracts with people that are going to um, be published in an anthology. Did you have any agreements or written contracts with your authors? Yes, and that was a suggestion of my very knowledgeable marketing assistant, Patty Fletcher. She Mm -hmm. gave me a generic uh, sample contract, and I modified it to fit what I was offering. And also, um, that brings up another point. When you're going to submit to an anthology, know what uh, they are asking of you, because a lot of times it will be first rights or one-time rights. And one-time rights means that they have the right to publish your piece in that anthology, and that is all. You retain the copyright. First rights means they want it to have never been published before. It has to be something original and new, and still it's one-time right. The author always retains the copyright. And if that is not the case, you might want to steer clear of that kind of a... Uh, there's a there's yeah. another one that we run into. Um, and I ran into this in academia, and that is all rights. And, yes. mm. and what they did is once you published in one anthology with their publishing house, they were free to use your piece in any of their other publications any of their other collections. Of course, your name was there, et cetera, but you never got any compensation for any of that. So they, yeah. they basically owned your piece for yeah. that. Ooh, that's, I, I would be, I don't know yeah. if I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So having an agreement really benefits both sides. It benefits the editor, which was what your role was in bringing together the anthology and creating it and as far as being able to tell people what's being expected what they will gain from it or not gain what are the limitations how many words the word count and where maybe the extent of marketing or something like that you know it might disclose is it going to be worldwide is it going to be only electronic 
things like that might be disclosed in it too. But the copyright is a really critical piece. And if there is any compensation, and that makes it so that everybody knows up front what's involved and it's clear. And if an author is not comfortable with an agreement, they can talk to the editor and publisher. And if they're still not comfortable with the terms, you can walk away. As authors, probably many of us have done that, walked away from agreements because they haven't felt comfortable. So I'm really glad you did that. That was terrific advice for you. Did you format the work around certain sections of your topic? How did you group your, your work? Or did you group it by authors or regions or seasons? Or what was your grouping? That's a good question. The compilation, I think, is one of the most fun parts of putting something together. I tried to separate the different types of weather so that we didn't have two of the same weather patterns close together. I didn't group them by author. I kind of more went by the the type of weather. We've got different, oh my goodness, we've got rainbows and rainstorms and tornadoes and fire <laughs> fireballs and giant snowballs and a historic piece and a a personal piece. You know, what makes each author unique is our style. And our style is how we write, which means sort of our writing persona or personality, like how we speak, how we structure our dialogue, how we, we use our images, how we structure our sentences. And every individual is unique. So that allows each author to be unique. And what makes the experience more meaningful is that each person's story is personal and unique to that individual and they actually had that experience so it's um, a non-fiction uh, true to life uh, adventure in a way <laughs> cool very exciting oh man you are really wetting my appetite for this one <laughs> That's great. You know, another question I have for you is, you know, I've edited many anthologies. I don't even know how many, probably on the order of 10 I've done in my career, but they were academic. And so all the submissions would be a minimum of 20, maybe up to 40 pages of material. Oh, and it wow. fell on the shoulders of the editor, me, <laughs> to edit all of those before they went to the publisher and then negotiate those edits with the author. Definitely so the negotiation I, process because the author has the final say. Right. And so, well, that, that depends on the publisher you're working with, but in your ah. case, that was with your agreement, I guess. Yeah. Was that something that you had to do as well? You had to edit the work. You were responsible to look through the work and make sure it was in order and yes definitely in 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 you know depending on the author again some some uh i had to help more than others but they were all mm -hmm. very very congenial and very willing to work back and forth and um it was really a joy to do this but i had a, a question for you uh, uh speaking of academic i know they're very specific 
and and you know very I guess a narrow focus. So isn't it probably harder in a way to satisfy that that area? Very it's very focus. specific. Yes. yes. Our yes. our agreements were several pages long. And if within the discipline, you had certain expectations and criteria that you would have to follow as well. So a whole bunch of things were brought to it so that many times, some of my anthologies would be research based. So they had to adhere to research guidelines and ethics, etc. All of that was inherent. But some of them, I, I had a couple of collections that were really interesting. They were literacy work of women that were in literacy, adult education, literacy programs, and they talked about their literacy experiences. And some did graphic novels, some did graphic stories, some did poetry, some did first person accounts, some did pictures. We had a whole collection of different sorts of interpretations and displays of their experiences. So that that was a very different one. And then in the back, we had some research articles that was quite a mixed bag and really brought out the voices of the participants. So that was a really fun one to do. I did two of those. That sounds interesting. That's wonderful. Yeah, that was a really cool one to do because that population, their voices are not often heard. So that's another thing that you can do with an anthology is provide an opportunity for marginalized or underrepresented groups to have their voices heard. So another question we had for you is sometimes in an anthology, you have an introduction in the front that tells you this is how the book's going to be laid out. These are who the contributors are. This is our vision for the book. Have a great time. And sometimes people have that. And then they have a short introduction to each piece. What approach did you take? I did put an introduction, which explained how the book came about. Then I just had each piece as I had compiled it with the uh, title and author's name and the actual work. And then uh, the author's bio with the list of their books, website or blog. Great. After that. Great. Great. Yeah, you have to come up with a system so that it's laid out systematically, right? Right. So that for every piece, there's the same layout going throughout the book. Right. And And the reader knows what to expect. Right. And then I'm an independent author, so I go through DLD books. And David Mm -hmm. Dvorkin is my editor. And he, I basically did put the uh, Word document together and then give him that and the pictures and said, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he did another edit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Everything he Mm -hmm. does. uh, Final edits on all my stuff. So great. I mean, I can't spell to save my wife. So. (laughs) And did you take part in the book cover creation? No, I actually gave that to David and he came up with a phenomenal photograph. It's just, it's got a sunset, like a pinkish, orangish, yellowish, um, uh, the left, and most of the cover. And then in the upper right-hand corner is this black cloud that's starting to come in. And it actually was an actual picture that someone took. 
And then in the, it's over the water. So you've got the reflection of that on the water. And then in the middle, there's a little black um, blurb. I guess it's supposed to be an island. And I guess like the, the shadow of a storm coming in is over that. So wow. With a fantastic mm. cover. Great. Mm. Terrific. Would you like me to either read the jacket summary or I can give you the contents of who's in the book if you want. That'd be helpful. Who's in the book? Okay. Who are your authors? Okay. We have With the Wind by Carol Farnsworth, which is a poem. Neptune's Revenge by Carol Farnsworth. Strange Rain Stories by Cleora Boyd. And these were actual short stories, almost like uh, micro fiction and each mm -hmm. one has a little title, but the like a sub there, like subtitle sections under Strange Rain. And then Spirit of the Rainbow by our own Cheryl McNeil Fisher. And Harbor Squall by Annie Cupetta. A Farmer's Prediction by Jackie Collins. And that was a very nice personal piece about a they didn't actually have the tornado, but it's it's a wonderful personal reflection. A Giant's Snowballs by John Cronin, and John is from Canada. Balls of Fire by Leonard Touchner. Unusual Weather We're Having by Leonard Touchner. Tornado Outbreak by Linda McKinney Lambert. And I believe that one is a historical piece. And she's from Pennsylvania. And it was actually in a newspaper. Visibility by Linda McKinney Lambert. Flashes in the Sky by Marlene Massat. That is actually <laughs> a 70-line ballad written about <laughs> me and my dog, Toya, English Mastiff. She lived to be 13. Blitz Green Weather by Marlene Massat. Oh, yeah, that's an essay. And the actual photograph of that sun and storm is the header of my website as well and that's in the article passion of life storms by patty fletcher and that is when she ended up in a deluge her and her dog seeing eye dog blue and i have a picture of her and blue in the exact spot but fortunately the picture was taken when the sun was out Oh, yes. Carol has pictures. I have pictures. I think. And then some of the authors have bio pictures. And the last story is Dodging Tornadoes in Tornado Alley by Robert D. Solers. So there are 15 pieces and 11 authors and three of them are poems. What a lineup. That's terrific. Congratulations again. Thank you. Cheryl, over to you. I have one thing, and then we'll go to Q&A. If they wanted to buy print copies of an anthology, let's say your anthology, if I wanted to buy print copies, I could buy them at the, the author price and then have a book signing and sell them at whatever the retail price is or give a discount or whatever. And then that could be the authors, right? Yes. I think Patty has some insights. Hi, everybody. 
So I think what Marlene is saying is when the books are sold through the book buying sites, and Marlene, you can correct me, um, when people purchase the books from the book buying sites where there are, the authors do not get any royalty for that. There is no royalty split as there is in some anthologies. And before you all groan out there in the audience too much, let me just say I'm in four anthologies, three of which I'm doing author uh, royalty splits, and I get about 38 cents per copy. So you're not losing a bunch of money. However, if you purchase print book, if, if Marlene is able to get those at an author discount, the way this has worked in all the anthologies that I've been in before is we purchase the author copies in print through the publishing author, through the one that has. So we send our money to her and buy the books outright. And then we can sell them at our craft fair tables or whatever we're doing. And we retain that money. But you're not, we do not have a royalty split. I'm looking at the contract. There is no royalty split on this anthology. And that's only fair, in my opinion, because Marlene occurred the cost. Thank you. Yeah. That's I figured that's what you meant. Thank it's you. Very, yep. It can mm -hmm. be extremely confusing. That's why you want yeah. the contract. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Thank you. Thank you're you. You're welcome. With some contracts and some publishers, so you always want to go back with your contract and your editor and your mm -hmm. publisher. If you buy an author at author copy price, you're not allowed to resell. Clarify yeah. with this particular yeah. agreement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have run into it. that. Yep. Thank you. Next up is Kim. Hey, great presentation. I'm I was all confused about what an anthology was, but now I got it straight. Going back to rights, when we see the phrase all rights reserved, mm -hmm. it's usually on a book, right? A novel or something like that. That means yep. that nobody else can publish that in part or in full. Correct. Right? Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. Got it. And what we were talking about was giving all rights from the author to the publisher, mm -hmm. which is very different than what you're talking about. You're talking about where we as readers see all rights reserved. Exactly. You okay. said that perfectly, in part or in full. Yep. Okay. Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Marilyn, go ahead. We are doing the third behind our eyes anthology and we have on each of ours we have worked with three different entities the first one was a contract with iUniverse the second one was a publisher in Maine it was basically self-publishing but it went through a publisher in Maine and the third one is with KDP through DLD <laughs> all that mm -hmm. all those letters you know Kindle deck uh, mm -hmm. with um Amazon and but done through DLD publishing and they are preparing ours now they're in the final stages correction they got the uh, punctuation wrong on the editor's name on the front cover that had to be fixed and um, a few other little things too many blank pages just little things that have to be fixed and then we have to get make sure that account is set up right when it's with an organization it's a little trickier 
And so, you know, there are certain agreements that you have with those, plus whatever you've agreed with with your authors. So that's all has to be taken into account. And I think we will have a time when uh, people can um, buy an author's copy. Uh, but that won't be a very long time, and then we will go into general distribution. I know some uh, another group that I'm familiar with a limited people to one author copy that they could buy. I'm not sure what we're going to do. We are meeting about marketing and all that uh, pretty soon. So you know, we hope it will be out in time for us to come up and do a book launch on our program. In October, and we'd love to come back and tell you all about it if you would like to know more about it, because I know a lot of our members come up here, and mm. um, ours are longer, you know, than Marlene's. They are. We start out with the pieces from our magazine, Magnus and Ladders, and then open it up to. Uh, by that time, we can kind of get a picture of sections that we want, how we want it divided. So we have a little more information about we need pieces on this, we need pieces on that. And um, that helps us to kind of get our framework um, going. But that's just a little bit about how it works for us. And uh, we do something kind of interesting with this third one. We have one section, which was edited by uh, Kate Chamberlain, and it has stories or poems with recipes following them. That's kind of unique for yeah, fun. A literary anthology. <laughs> Thank you. The first two are on Bard. The first oh, they one are is in Braille and uh, recording, and the second okay. one is only recorded. We hope this okay. third one will be. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Carla, followed by Lisa G. Carla okay. Hayes. Very interesting, by the way. I'm really enjoying this. Um, do you, by any chance, have any Bard information about the names of the anthologies and, you know, the numbers so one could explore them? I know if you put behind our eyes in, you'll come up with it. But if Marlene or someone knows more, um, but I know. I don't have. Yeah, I, I know. Have I have. Memorized. Yeah, yeah, I found them when I first joined Behind Our Eyes. I went on and I found the books just by putting in Behind Our Eyes. Yes. They're bringing them up. Yeah. You can also, if you want, you can also go on our BehindOurEyes.org website, and on the very front page are the names of the two anthologies with a picture of the book and a little bit about it, if you need that from there to go to Bard. I have the <laughs> book numbers for your anthologies on NLS if you'd like them. Yes, please. All right, the first one is and and don't stress everybody see they're recording this you'll be able to go back and listen but i'll try to go slowly the first one is behind our eyes stories poems and essays by writers with disabilities db six five six three Two, and the next one is behind our eyes a second look the second literary anthology of 
stories, poems, and essays by writers with disabilities. And that number is DB seven, 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 good grief, seven, two. Okay, that's a lucky, lucky number. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Patty. Appreciate it. And Lisa G has her hand up. I I have two things. One is why don't we put an anthology out from Writing Works Wonders? <laughs> and the other one is why don't we do a round robin anthology from Writing Works Wonders? Well, we that's something Kathy and I have talked about too. Yeah, oh yeah, that's our third book would be the round robin stuff. <laughs> Well, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. Could you do an anthology of Brown Robin? I don't know. It's just an off the wall. Question. Well, our anthology, that would have to be an audio book. That would have to be an audio oh. production. Hmm. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> there you go, Kathy. We could put together that, an audio book. That's a whole production. different one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start something new, you know? Start yeah. That you never know. That's right. Mm -hmm. Never know. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Next, we have Kim again. Hello. Just wondering, uh, the new one that you're talking about today, about the weather, is that on Amazon yet? Yes, it's available in print and ebook everywhere. Amazon, Google Play, Apple, Kobo for Walmart, anywhere you can find the printed uh, and ebook. It's Great. Not in audio yet. It might possibly be in audio production in the future. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love using my Kindle on my iPhone. So <laughs> I have a Braille display so I can read it. Oh, good, good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's Thank accessible. You. It's accessible. The uh, yeah. books are supposed to be accessible. Now I know someone yeah. who oh, had well, a she couldn't get it to play. I listen I to my ebooks on my Kindle with the voice. I've told you guys I love listening to my books on my Kindle app with Nikki is my narrator I use. Yeah, voiceover is pretty good with the with the reading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Marlene, your mm -hmm. website with DLD books? No, my website is marlsmanagery.com. Oh, that's right. Did That's you spell right. that? Yep. M-A-R-L-S-M-E-N-A-G-E-R-I-E dot C-O-M. And do you have information about this anthology there? Yes, I have a page in my book section. I have a page for that book. And of course you a, do. <laughs> I have a standalone <laughs> novel, and I have theory section for my four elements of mystery series. Good. Which hey. that's another uh, writing works wonders episode um, that we yeah. did with Marlene about her mystery series. If folks mm -hmm. are interested in that, we did a great episode with her about that. Yes, we did. Marlene, I really am enjoying the anthology. Oh my gosh, what talented authors. There is a book launch on the Behind Our Eyes website on the book launch page that we did for the weather anthology in March. It's actually, we 
and actually literally did the book launch the day the book came out. <laughs> that was amazing. And yeah. all but two of the authors have spoken in the book launch. It's actually all about the anthology in each piece. And I did mention the two authors who were not there and their their works that are in there. So you can go and hear that, download the transcript or the audio from our behindoureyes.org website and other book launches. We've started book launches in January of 2022, and we are in our second year now doing book launches for authors. And in September, September 15th, um, Patty Fletcher, Carol Farnsworth, Linda McKinney-Lambert, and I are scheduled to be on the In Perspective podcast with Bob Branco and Peter Altschul. That sounds great. Thank you for that. Thank Appreciating you. Appreciating that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Marlene, <laughs> um, marketing books is always a big challenge and getting books into the awareness of uh, the public so that they can decide if they want to purchase or read them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, do you have your authors being involved in marketing at all? Or how are they participating in getting the word out about the book? Yeah, I that's not my strong point. I really mm -hmm. uh, need. Uh, well, that's why I have Patty. She helps me a lot, and like that's uh, a, that's okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay. not not knowledgeable in the marketing area. But all of I, us, nobody knows authors, who I am yet. <laughs> but all the authors can are putting them up in there on their website, which I have to do, right? Yes. And then, yes. The, then on Amazon, we can link on Amazon, bring those books into, you know, somehow link them with us too. So I'm just wondering if that might be a way on the Amazon, when you're listing it, mentioning names or something would be able be a way of tagging um, the other authors who are on Amazon, so it would link back to your book to help I promote that so too. Yeah, to you their, can follow you can yeah. follow yeah. authors on Amazon as well as on yeah. Audible. That might yeah. help, but um, yeah, I hope okay. you can all list list it <clears throat> on your yeah. book page as well. Um, yes, and I've mm -hmm. suggested so, that. So some other simple strategies. Mm -hmm. um, we've yeah. learned this over the years in doing anthologies, so that, that's why we were asking the question. It's um, I've learned over the years that recruiting the authors and even um, mm -hmm. maybe for your next one, making it part of the contract, the agreement, that they will do a certain number of things. They can share on social media that the publication has come out and where it's available. If they have an email list, you can provide a summary and information and all the authors can send that out. As much information as you put into the hands of the authors and say, please send this out to your followers, to your readership, etc., and not rely on the authors to create the material themselves, you mm -hmm. know, so you as the editor are probably sending that stuff out. You have a summary, you have the book title, the image, Cover, yeah, uh -huh. and yeah. where to purchase it. Send all that information to each one of your per, your mm -hmm. contributors and say, please share this, mm -hmm. you know? Awesome, yes. 
Yeah, like yes. a press release, having that all together. And then yeah. it's easy for all the authors to just pass, you know, get that going to everyone. And you mm -hmm. share it on social media and then they pick it up and they reshare it from your social mm -hmm. media. You know, as many different things as they can do like that when they go and speak somewhere. Uh, somebody mentioned a book table or a craft table, even having. Um, I've done this at different times where I actually had printouts of those press releases for people that were mm -hmm. interested, or wow. I had inexpensive business cards made up for different ones of my books and or just my website and shared that with people. You're interested in the book? I'll write on the back the title of the book. Here's my website and have something that you can put in people's hands can be very helpful too but as many things as you can put into the hands of your authors so that they share it with other people um, is the most likely way that you'll be able to mobilize them to help with the marketing okay yeah and also i'd appreciate reviews like yes on amazon or wherever mm -hmm. and they can mm -hmm. also ask their followers to do that that's right don't just Absolutely. leave this all up to the editor right? The contributors to the book. Mm -hmm. It's within their interest. So this is, it's all thinking differently when you're overseeing an anthology and you're part of an anthology, you're part of a group. It's different than when we put out a solo or a co-authored book. Mm -hmm. We're just running it by ourselves, you know, and trying to get the word out. Now you've got a small little army there, you know, a, <laughs> a band of authors that cool. you can leverage and, and mm -hmm. turn into action. So it's time for the prompt. Five up. Yep. See Great. that, Marlene's keeping us on track. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good girl. Okay, Marlene. Marlene has got our prompt today. All right. This is a prompt requiring 100 words. It does not have to include the words I'm going to give you, but it can. You can modify it. The prompt today is a thought. I heard a noise. Looking around, I realized I did not recognize my surroundings. I started to back away when finished the story. Excellent. Yes. Good. Good Unfamiliar. job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And thanks, everyone who participated, everyone who's been here with us. And we're so glad that Kathy's with us again today. Uh, and thanks. Now I'm just going to pass this right on over to Kathy. Thanks, Marlene, for coming and being with us. And thanks for allowing me to be a part of your book. Kathy? Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for making this another amazing episode. And a big thanks to Marlene Massat. And everyone who participated and asked questions and provided answers. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes, other resources, and plenty of material you'll be able to find there. Above all else, we want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonders of writing. We look forward to being with you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. 
a tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.